Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. God, never realized Frankie Bridge had so many just viewpoints of like... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I'm kidding. Obviously, everything. Obviously, everything is, is is my fault. I don't. What do you mean, my fault? I'm just now. Now I'm blabbering again. I at actually the agree with that. <laughs> but once we agree. <laughs> oh, hello, everyone. Welcome back to part two of Private Parts. We're still here with the lovely Frankie Bridge. Woohoo! Hey, Frankie, can I can I ask you because I want to get into a lot of things. You've it's a nice wor- mic you've got there, Frankie. That mic. Thank you very much. Your yeah. one. I feel like you're at like. Butlins or something. <laughs> Butlins. <laughs> oh my god! Butlins. Have you ever been to? Have you ever been to Butlins? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Same. Have you? Yeah. I, I, have went, I met the girl. I met a, the girl who owned Butlins or something like that. Of course she did. Yeah. Not just a red coat. She owned it. A, a red coat, you professional. Look at you. It's not just a red coat. Butlins is a very odd place. I thought it was going to be. Well, like... I swear you knew that girl as well. I, I don't know. I can't remember. Oh, did Didn't you meet her at Butlins? No. <laughs> but Frankie, you have been, you are the, one of the yes. hardest working people I know because you've been working ever since you were like 12 years old, pretty much. Yeah. It, 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 yeah. Do you not look back at it and think that's insane? That, uh, so your work ethic, even in lockdown, right, you must be thinking, God, well, I'm, that's why I need to work all the time because if dollar, anyone does... Dollar bills, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but if anyone doesn't know, Frankie was in S Club Juniors um to to begin with anything do you do you look Mm -hmm. back at that time fondly was it good fun yeah I do it's weird like if I ever meet like any friends kids that are 12 and I think there is no way you could go and work like like I'm gonna put you to work so young (laughs) yeah it's so weird you you need a job let's let's see (laughs) what you can do (laughs) um so I do I do find it weird but yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't change it because when you're 12, you don't really realize. Like, I didn't realize how big it was. You know, you you're earning money, but you don't need to earn money. You know, I had no responsibilities or anything, so I just enjoyed it. For me, it was like, oh, I'm not at school and I'm just singing and dancing, which is what I've always wanted to do. So, but, but I, you, think, you, I think, think it's good for for children to work. You know, uh, yeah, uh, uh, to learn learn responsibility. 
You know, I know. I do think it's but good. I don't see it. Like, if why is it? Why is it? Well, on the one hand, it's it's okay for a child to work at twelve. You know, in acting or modelling or whatever. Yes. But like you know, not for uh, for say a, a, a child to work. At, you know, learning accounting. But yeah, but yeah. The, but that but that's my. I suppose my point is uh, th- there's two things here. I think f- firstly, I think Frankie, Frankie, when you were in S Club Juniors, you were every fourteen year old boy's uh, crush. I think. I think you were everyone's. <laughs> Crush. Thanks. Not just yeah, fourteen no year old boys, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm. You, you, <laughs> we know what you <laughs> mean. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Francis. <laughs> um, but but secondly, I suppose the different thing is is that if you're like an accountant at twelve years old, like first you need training and stuff like that. But being being famous. No, that's the thing. You 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 learn accounting on yeah. the job as like an apprentice. I, I, I'm I guess, saying but as only an example. if you really want to do it. Yeah. I suppose. Whereas like acting and singing and dancing it starts off. It's like a hobby, isn't it? Mm. Unless you've got those pushy parents that push you to do it, which I didn't have. Accounting's um, a hobby. <laughs> <laughs> Is it? Yeah. For Francis, is it that is. what you do at the weekend? Yeah. Francis get off, gets yeah, off look, the counting. Yeah, yeah. Actually, look. <laughs> oh God. To all of our listeners, Francis is holding up an accounting book for dummies. That is just genius. But my point is, is that being bit of light reading. Yeah. My my my, my being twelve years old. How old are you? And you were twelve years old, Frankie. Was that right? Yeah. Twelve years old and becoming famous. That's hectic. Becoming famous at any age is pretty hectic, right? But being twelve years old, that's intense, no? The worst is when you're yeah. one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a killer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you never know, um, you never know what it's like. Yeah, for like a year of your life, you know what it's like to not be famous, but the rest of your life, it's never the same. <laughs> yeah, good one, Francis. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Anyway, <laughs> as we were. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know what? We we just weren't really that aware of it, and I think because there was no social media. Um, no one was really allowed to write about us like in newspapers and things really? like that like we were yeah we were we were so protected a super injunction well I think that something like that I mean I don't think it was like but I think it was weird for papers to, <laughs> to write about yeah, to write about 12 year olds it actually is yeah, yeah, I think it's like, quite weird actually I think one one paper did and they tried to make out that we were being like exploited and stuff and we just weren't like yeah. it it wasn't our parents <clears throat> were really involved. There were so many laws that they had to abide by and things like that. So it, it was fine and it was fun and like our team of people around us were amazing and I'm still in touch with most of them. So it was it was more of a shock going from that where I had chaperones and your like time in front of the camera was like a certain amount of hours and you had to have a certain amount of days off and all that stuff, which I hated at the time being a kid, you know, you want to be grown up. And then when I got in the Saturday, so I was like, oh, where's my chaperone? Where's my really? mandatory well, two it, days off actually, and the stuff ch- like the, that? The child <laughs> performance licensing laws are actually very strict, right? Like you, they've been around since I think the 60s and, 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 yeah. and, they're, and they're really quite uh, stringent like on what you're allowed to do what you're you uh, but when we the, the confusing bit when we started was at the time all the laws for, were like kids in theater which yeah. is obviously completely different to like what we were doing Pop stars. <clears throat> yes um <laughs> so it was hard to kind of make the rules work like you know in in both ways but it, it was fine like i wouldn't change it but i kind of also look back and it just seems like a different would you person. choose it for your children Oh, uh, bet she is. Pushing, go on, you, yeah. you, better, you better play football. They're all over you, TikTok, yeah. mate. You better fucking um, do this. <laughs> not really, no. I think it's a really difficult one. Like, my parents, they were put in a really difficult position. And, like, even now, they're like, it was really hard because, you know, 
they've got their 12 year old daughter and someone saying look we're gonna take her off and do all this and and she was they were a bit like um okay if we say no she might hate us forever yeah. and she might miss out on this amazing opportunity but we say yes we're kind of handing her yeah. over to these people to kind of take over her life and take her out of school although we were homeschooled um so it was i i feel for them and i i don't know if i'd like to be in that position Cause, cause, as a parent yeah do you know what you're so right frankie because it is a really tricky because you're like do i want my child to be a kid or do we want them to grow up kind of fast and if we say yes to it then we're giving our child their dream, but we also know the the after effects of sometimes these things happen. So it's a really tricky. Yeah. What do you do? Do you take away your dream, the dream from your child, or do you give it to them mm. but know that potentially, you know, it might not work out, or it might be this, or it might be that. Um, I suppose also my question is, when did it start to become a job? Because at the beginning you said like it was a hobby and it was fun, and it was, and then when did you start to go, okay, this is now, it's quite full on, or never did that never happen? I don't think it happened in S Cup Juniors. Um, or maybe it did. I don't know. Was it there was a point difficult. where you guys all fell out in S Club Juniors? Or? <laughs> we didn't really fall out, but it was there was like a little bit of animosity where like me and Calvin were kind of thrust to the front. Were quite you, oh, a lot. So was there com- some competition? Yeah, a bit, and that's and that's what happens in bands, like because. But Frankie, you demanded that, didn't you? You said, "Look, I want." I'm... <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, I was a complete asshole. That's all I wanted. <laughs> Listen, I, I, me and Calvin have to be at the front, so let's yes. Get... So back you go. Yeah, they were quite competitive um... with me, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was. You know what? It was a weird one. We actually all got on really well, but obviously, there's always that in the back of your mind, and and I kind of always describe it to people as like when you're in musical theatre, you get a role in a show. And you know you're the lead or you know you're ensemble or you know whatever. In a musical band, you know, your bassist, your drummer, your front singer, you know where you are. Whereas when you're in a pop group, and which is why I think so many pop groups end up falling out and all Mm. that jazz, is because... There's no leader. Yeah, you don't know what your role is. You have to all figure that out as time goes on. Um and you might not always particularly like the position you fall in, but yeah. that's what it is. Egos, especially as a ch- children, egos. egos are like their main driving force, right, for a child. Wait, say that. Say that again. What did you say it was? What did <laughs> you say? Egos. They're egos. Yeah. And then uh, I think as you. Get I don't grow, think that's right. As is you it? grow up, as you grow up, then you sort of learn to shed the ego. Right? I think your ego gets more as you get older, a little bit, and really? then maybe have, maybe for you. I think I've. <laughs> I've I've lost my ego as I got older. Well, I, I think when your your ego appears, I suppose, when you're in competition with other people. So if you play football at a young age and you suddenly yeah. go into a team where someone else is as good at football as you, you then it's tricky. So I, I think that when you're in a when you're in a band, I think the hard thing, especially when you don't know your positions, it's when it's when everyone starts getting benefits from being in the band, whether that's financial benefits or, or more popularity or things like that, then it starts to become an ego thing because people are then in competition. I think that's yeah. what then becomes hard. But then even with that, like at the time, we didn't really know people's opinions of us. Like yes. I say, there was no social media. So I didn't know if anyone thought our band was good, liked my hair, didn't like my hair, all, all that jazz. Like I didn't really know all that. And that Did didn't do, really come until the Saturday. Did you do some like uh, uh, signings at uh, HMV? and stuff like that I think we did I'm sure we did signings and stuff France is acting coy France coy he was in the front yeah, he was, was in the front yeah was you there <laughs> Frankie do you remember a, do you remember a guy called uh, <laughs> Frankie <laughs> being dragged out by all them Frankie. wait so when, when when was what year was uh, the uh, S Club Juniors 
I don't know. I yeah, was yeah. twelve, and I'm thirty-one we're the, now. We're the same age, Frankie. We're the same age. All of us are the same age. When's oh, your okay, birthday, so Frankie? Again, eighty-nine, fourteenth January. Oh, okay, so oh, I, I actually missed. I missed you. I was in the states when when you were uh, when, when you were, tw- when <laughs> oh. you were twelve. Yeah. <laughs> That's a shame. They did an American version. Oh really? American Juniors. Yeah, but yeah, I, at that age, I was I was not into that kind of music. You know, I was into like punk. <laughs> Of, of course you were. Are you trying to like like Are you trying to like neg Frankie or something? Like, yeah, like I wasn't being there. honest. You know what, Francis? <laughs> Fuck you. I'm just being honest. Like I I I think you're great, but I didn't. I missed the whole S Club Seven thing. I'm sorry. S Club Juniors. S Club Seven thing. Oh my God! Do your research, Francis. Hey, but I'm I'm, I'm I represent the small minority of people who who are in my position. So there we go. It's good. Exactly. It's good. I asked you the question. It's totally fine. It's totally fine. But Frank- Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. I suppose also the sort of thing, you know, as I said in the first part, you, you've written this amazing book that you, I suppose you can go and get online at, at Amazon or your bookstores. It's called Open by Frankie Bridge. And it's an amazing account of like what you and, you know, on, on these podcasts, annoyingly, we could, we could just go into your, all, all your life and chat about everything. But, you know, you are very open in it. And I think what was so interesting about you is that you were doing all of these things with S Club Juniors and you went to the Saturdays and you were in the Saturdays and from an outside perspective, you were living this pop star dream and you were on this stage every night going around the country being what everyone thinks is the, you know, what they want when they're kids. You know, you think, oh, Frankie Bridge is doing that. You know, you think this is the best thing ever. And actually underneath it all, you were having a really tricky time. You were feeling mm. really sad. You were feeling anxious. You were feeling all these different things. Um, and do you think that started because of the pressure of other people and people's comments? Or did it just come because it, sometimes it just comes that way? Um, I was like, I was anxious as a kid. Like I was a real deep thinker, always overthought things. <clears throat> like I could catastrophize everything. Mm. Then I think just like, yeah, of course, the the kind of life that I ended up leading was obviously going to make that worse because you are, I'm someone that likes to be liked. Even if someone's a complete ass, I will not like it if they don't like me. It's stupid. And I think that's on like a huger scale when you're in the spotlight. It definitely added to it, but also more so just the pressure that I put on myself. Like, oh, I've got to be skinny. I've got to look a certain way. Um... I've got to sound perfect all the time or I've got everyone has to like me and I think a lot of that comes from yourself because social media didn't really start until like halfway through the Saturdays really Mm. didn't really get as big Mm. um so yeah it it definitely it definitely made it worse and just having people's opinions you know like I was growing up making decisions and yeah relationships and things like that and everyone's always got something to say and it's harder when you're younger i think i'm sure sure it was good for you in many ways you know you're you're probably wiser than most because of all those you know you know grown-up decisions you had to make at at a young age you know yeah i wouldn't change it and that's the thing like although 
<clears throat> in the Saturdays I had a breakdown and things like that I still look back on it and love it all like it's not like I look back and think oh I wish I never did it or I'd never do it again like I totally would I love it I still watch people's performances and things and think oh it's amazing I'd love to do that um so I wouldn't I wouldn't change it it's just you know everyone's personalities react in in different ways but I can completely see how so many child stars whatever you want to call them do end up in a bad way and I think that mainly ends up with people who they surround themselves by yeah and I was so lucky all of my mates are still my mates from school um so like they knew me before anything and they're always the first to pull me up on anything and be like frank you look like a dick or you're getting carried away or have you seen that picture of you on the daily mail with one eye closed or you know like they're just like but i love that and i don't surround myself with yes people and i think that's where people go wrong because i think you can really easily fall into that jamie take note (laughs) but it's true right and i think you know, you, you are, you were very, you know, to use the word, you're open about your whole experience. And I think that so many people were not, it, and it, the thing is, it's not totally unrelatable because you were, you were famous or whatever in a band. It's actually just your own personal struggle that you went through. And so many people can relate to that. And I want to give a big shout out to Mal, who uh, actually Frankie and I, bizarrely, Francis, we, we share the same therapist. It was totally by accident. I wasn't <laughs> trying to stalk Frankie in any sort of way, but we do. But Mal. Um, hey, r- do you think you could introduce me to her, Frankie? That- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but she's a wonderful. Wait, is that person. how you guys met? No, it's not. Well, no. we, we went past each other. Hey, you going in the hey. corridor yeah. therapy? Yeah, yeah. Oh, hey, oh, hey, what, you, you, yeah. what are you in here for? Okay, cool. Hey, let's do it. Just sobbing, sobbing yeah. as we were passing over. Let's connect. <laughs> but it is. But it, honestly, thank you to to, to not only uh, to, to to women but to to men as well. It's a kind of a really great little read because you do really understand that some of the stuff that you know people who are you because when you're feeling a certain thing whether it's anxiety or eating disorders or sadness or, or insomnia or whatever you're going through you so many people are feeling the same thing and the fact that you feel yeah. alien to that you being open and honest about it actually makes people go okay it's, it's actually okay that I have felt this way and it's a cliche thing mm. to say but it's totally true well a lot of it is like my own brain and my own thoughts so it's actually quite irrelevant to what my career path was mm. it's just the way that I used to think about myself and others that was all me you know and people in any job or any life they all have those same thoughts and feelings just in different situations mm. um which is why i felt like it was i it was important to write it because also i was in this like amazing position and living a life that lots of people feel like they want to live and i still felt that way and mm. you can have people that are like oh boo hey poor little pop star feeling sad but that's why I wrote it to be like yeah I know and I had so much guilt about that like that was part of my problem was like I should be so fucking happy and I wasn't yeah. so it's important for people to know because I think a lot of people think that the things that you you know you enjoyed back there when you were when you were in the Saturdays and S club they think that would be what would make them happy and, and it, you you realize it's not it's it's it, you know it's something else entirely which which you know you 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 can find elsewhere exactly did did you ever did you ever frankie when you were performing did any of you guys ever hook up with any fans or was that just strictly forbidden <laughs> <laughs> no did you not did you ever like throw your number out to someone in the crowd <laughs> did you never do no. that you know what i feel like it's different with girl bands because it's normally like a girls or like we had a lot of like gay guy fans like which was awesome yeah like jamie um, i don't feel like there's <laughs> <laughs> 
was that many guys in the audience that like I just think because you always said you always said that you used to because when you went you went to nightclub and stuff like that and no guys ever approached you you said no one no, I just don't really. I don't get that that's because I thought if you I don't know I have I do have a bit of like a resting bitch face I probably just have one of those faces that were just basically said like fuck off yeah <laughs> but we have we have we have to give a big shout out to your to your husband Wayne who um is a legend in not only the football game, but in so much. He's also a legend because he, he beat up Spencer Matthews in a boxing match, which is <laughs> the most hilarious thing I've ever seen. So he fought Spencer in a boxing match and fucking nailed him. Really? <laughs> yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Totally beat him up, which is But just then hilarious. Spencer beat me on MasterChef, so, you know, swings around, yeah. Oh, my God. Um, hey, Francis, we got into that moment in the podcast where you have to give us the answer to the question of the week. Oh, I can't wait. So you said, Frankie, that they put a statue or a plaque. No, I said there was like an old wall with a plaque. And Jamie, you said... Um, it's a hospital now, it's a hospital. A hospital. No, no you, you said nondescript. <laughs> nondescript. <laughs> it's just a nondescript place. <laughs> okay, what Francis, what is it? So it's actually a child's playground. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so How lovely. That is, you tried to lead us down a path saying it's such a, it's a big place. It's a child, children's playground now. Yeah. Is there like any acknowledgement yeah. of it? No, because why would they want to re- re- well, tell all the, would remind all the children about it? Yeah, Frankie thinks it's a wall with a plaque on it. <laughs> uh, hey, um, Frankie got to that okay. also that moment where Francis, you, uh, you have to read us your diary. Oh, oh wait, where has it gone? Oh, here we go. Oh, oh, have you just... It's deleted. Uh, yeah, it's deleted. No, no, no. Oh, I can't. No, no, hold on. Let me find it. Hold on. Francis, is that like a pile of like tea and coffee and stuff? I think it's yeah, protein it's shakes. It's, no, it's like a cacao powder. Oh. Why isn't it in a cupboard? <laughs> Organic. Does that annoy you, Frankie? Does that annoy <laughs> yeah. you that it's not in a cupboard? No, because I use it. <laughs> it looks like it's in a green room. I use it. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, so, so Francis, here, should we have your diary? My diary. Over the course of the past few months, I haven't been able to go to the dentist. I've never been more aware of every little toothache. I rarely ever have tooth problems, so a trip to the dentist is really low on my to-do list, generally. And sometimes I won't go for days at a time. Wait, what? <laughs> I guess... So who, who goes to the dentist <laughs> daily? This Sorry, that should say years, every, every few years. It's like you're reading it out yes. in front of the school. I guess it shows that we take the ease with which we can simply book a trip to the dentist for granted, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, yeah. Tr- yeah. spinning truth, dropping truth <laughs> so bombs. Deep. There. Yeah, so that deep. That's so sick. deep. I think it also really shows Britain's attitude to dental hygiene that early on in the lockdown, <laughs> dentists were not seen as key workers like nurses or doctors. Sick. <clears throat> this would never happen in America, where their obsession with dentistry goes a bit far. Every child in my class, if they had the slightest crooked tooth, got braces. I think I was in the small minority of children who didn't need them. I always used to think this was because I was l- less inbred. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? The fuck? Actually, that was the that was that was just where it en- ended. Oh, is that, oh, the, is that, is that yeah, where it that's ended? That's where the thought ended. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that was hey hey Francis, thanks for that, buddy. I really appreciate the diary. I'm gonna give you a little clap for that little diary. You've really one. given us something. Yeah, hey, look, hey, at least I had a diary, Jamie. Hey, listen, we at ran least out I of did time. my like, the one thing I was supposed we to do. We ran out of time, buddy. Two things and ah, my uh, we ran and out my of time. question of the week. Hey, we ran. Hey, Frank. Oh, Jamie, are you supposed to do ah, these things? Frankie, as well? He was busy sunning himself. No, no I wasn't. Yes, actually, no, wasn't. you've sunned you've sunned the lower half of your face much more than the <laughs> upper part. <laughs> Which all that tells me is that you have not been wearing a mask. Listen, listen. 
Listen, Frankie, listen, we've taken up far too much of your time. I want to say, um, firstly, go and get Frankie's book open. It's, it's a really unbelievably good read. Secondly, Frankie, you have your wonderful podcast, um, which is also called Open. With uh, open mind, open mind with Frankie Bridge. Mm-hmm. Go and check it out. You can listen to my episode if you want to go. It's a very I talk a lot. It's very I good. just kept yeah. talking. I'm so sorry. I just wouldn't stop talking. Um, <laughs> but also, Frankie, listen. You know, you say you have this these social anxiety and you you're, and all this different stuff. You're honestly one of the nicest, most wonderful people that uh, that I've met. And you, every single time Thanks. that anyone who talks about you, they say how great you are, and that's just totally true. So we just really appreciate you coming on the podcast today. Not only because you're a great pool for our listeners, so <laughs> but also because we just really like you so thank you for having me guys oh Oh, no thank you hey frankie what we like to do at the end of the podcast is leave our listeners with something inspirational oh fuck that was perfect yeah that was ideal you can go back to your original comment what was the one at the end of the part one be kind yeah i know but everyone says that yeah i think you can think Um, of something better than that i don't know um I don't know. Like, I feel like coming out of lockdown is like the perfect chance to kind of take the things that you've figured out that you really want or you really don't want from your life. And this is the time to make those changes Mm. if you can. Yeah. Um, So I definitely feel like I'm doing that um, to go forward. So although it's been a really difficult time, I think we can try and all take a little bit of good from it. There we go. Frankie Bridge. Thank you so much. No, that was great. (laughs) Everybody will see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye.